What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello, welcome to another episode of Espresso with Aaron and Sarit. And today, today we're talking about when the road gets tough, which it does for everybody. How the heck do I stay on track? So when I don't feel like doing what I said I'm going to do, when I get bored of doing what I've been doing, when it feels like ho-hum, mundane, I'm not motivated anymore, blah, 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 how do I stay on track? So specifically, weight loss, body transformation, fitness, conversation that can also be applied to other areas of your life. If you don't know who we are, my name is Erin. And I am Sarit, and today we're going to be talking about your focus game. So Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich, he he studied over 500 of the most successful American men. By the time that the book was written, it was the 1900s. He, He wrote the book based on the laws of success. And one of the laws of success that he has found, and by the way, these principles apply to any journey of quote unquote success in life. It is just the mechanism of it looks different, yet the execution looks the same is the habit of persistence. So without persistence, you cannot be focused. And without focus, you cannot be persistent because Think about it this way. I'm going to lead with without persistence, you cannot be focused. So my phone is actually right here. I'd love to know um, if, if we could pull in a chat. What what is <coughs> what is the definition of focus? Without persistence, you cannot have focus. Here, the. The center of interest or activity. So the more you stay the course on something, think about like any journey, like even when you travel, the further you get along the road, it's almost like a funnel. Like, have you ever seen a funnel, like even water that flows through a pipe? In order for it to reach its destination, it's got to go from the widest part to the most centered, interested part. And that goes like that with every part of your journey. Think about your professional journey. You probably started at an entry level position. And depending on whatever it is that you do, by the way, uh, if you're here with us uh, live on the show, I'd love to know from you guys, like, what is it that you do? So like, take yourself back to when you first started your career how many people were in your same exact situation or were in your same exact position i remember for me 
when I first started doing what I'm doing in this sphere, I was a personal trainer. And I remember just in this one company that I worked for, remember they had a leaderboard, mm -hmm. they had a national leaderboard. There were like over 5,000 trainers. Now, uh, we also had rankings and we also had rankings and production. And the higher we went in the rankings, the less trainers there were. And then the uh, number of trainings at a certain ranking that were doing a certain amount of sessions were even lesser and lesser. So the further you want to go, the more the more level of focus, focus of activity and interest there needs to be. Um, okay, so insurance adjuster by day, gymnastics coach by night. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. So if you're not persistent, right? So like Aaron and I, when we were, when we first started as personal trainers, if we did not persist with uh, hitting a certain quota and being able to do it for a certain amount of time, our ranking would have been impossible. And that goes for every part of your life. If you want to see your kid graduate from college, guess what? You got to stay the course till they're like, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23. You know what I mean? And then without focus, there is no persistence because if there is no interest or no particular interest, your likelihood of persisting with that thing is going to be very slim to none. So for example, I remember that when I first joined this industry, once I found my quote unquote purpose, I remember I wrote in a folder, I'm committed to greatness. So I went in with a certain level of mind. And in that orientation, I remember in the orientation that I went, like that's before I even started my like level one, entry level, whatever. Do you know how many personal trainers dropped out in the first three weeks of orientation? So if there is no certain level of interest or focus, the likelihood of persisting is going to be very unlikely. 98% of people, I think that, <clears throat> let me backtrack a little bit. So when Sari talks about persistence, it's like, it's an ingredient like, hydrogen is to water. Mm -hmm. You can't have water without hydrogen, right? Truth. You cannot <clears throat> have great success without persistence, also without failure. And 98% of people stop persisting after they fail two or three times, two or three times. So if you want to put yourself in the top 2% category immediately, just keep going after you've failed at least three times. Just keep going. Uh, you know, and, and why? Who cares anyways? Why do we want to be great? For me, what I truly believe is that all people want to feel like at the end of their lives, their time here mattered. Mm -hmm. Their time here mattered. That means meaning. 
You had meaning. There was meaning to your life. You weren't just like a thing that took up space and energy for a period of time. And then you left. Now, when we talk about the people who excel and that number becoming fewer and fewer and fewer, the higher somebody excels, um, there has to be a certain level of meaning that you have to why you want to excel. Because if you don't excel, then you don't stand out. And if you don't stand out, you don't get seen. And if you don't get seen, your life doesn't have as much meaning. Now, that doesn't mean that somebody's life doesn't have meaning if they're not in the top whatever percentile of whatever industry. But it's what level of meaning do you want your life to have? And if you want it to have a lot of meaning, which is the people we are trying to gather up, people who want their lives to have a lot of meaning, people who want to feel like at the end of their life, you you made a wave that somebody or a group of somebody's remember, then we get to continue persisting regardless of how many times we fail, regardless of how many, how many times um, we get punched in the face by somebody else or their criticisms of us, or um, you fell short. So, you know, in this industry that we are in, in weight loss, body transformation, self-confidence, if you are, um, you know, you lost 20 pounds and you gained it back and then you lost some weight and then you gained it back and you lost some, it's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Nobody gets from here to here without going backwards occasionally, right? So the overall idea is to look at, if you look at one week of your life and you're like, oh, I lost some weight and then over the weekend I gained some. One week is not an accurate frame of time to measure where you're at. If you look at 10 years of your life and you just see a complete downward trajectory, something's something's not right. Something gets changed. Something's not working. Yeah. And it's not one thing. It doesn't just happen by accident. And, and it might not, it might be that you don't know something. There's some information you don't have. It might be that there's some accountability that you haven't created in your life. It might be um, some lifestyle habits like discipline or persistence or um, positivity or whatever it is. And now if you are going the right direction and you are feeling defeated at some point because you're either not making as fast as progress as you were before or you thought you should be or i think that like should is a word from hell like <laughs> if you think you should be somewhere who made that up <laughs> like we always and and should is like such a morale killer Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I, you know, I thought I should be here by the time I hit 40 or, you know, I thought I would have made this much money by the time this, or I, I would have lost this much weight by this time. I should have. Blah, blah, blah. And it's really just all a journey. And if you can see it like that and you can look at your results as a like Feedback. neutral and you can say, okay, something's not working because I've, I haven't lost any more weight, but I've been doing the same stuff. So something's not working. It doesn't mean you're a terrible person. It doesn't mean that you're, you're doing things wrong. It doesn't mean that you're not capable. It doesn't mean whatever. It just means that something that you're doing or not doing isn't working. 
So you either get with, get connected with somebody who does know that's why we're here, right? For people who are trying to lose weight and get stuck and they don't know why they get stuck or have a hard time getting themselves into accountability or a, uh, a momentum, a flow, creating that like high level of discipline so that you know you can count on you when you say you're going to work out. You're not afraid that people are going to take the results away from you or COVID's going to take the results away from you or, you know, um, an unfortunate crisis in the family is going to take that, the results away from you because you've built it. You reach out to people who've done it. You connect with people. You pay for their programs and their services. You engage in the people that have been where you want to go and can get you there. Maybe it's because um, you don't have a supportive surrounding, right? So th there's all these things. And so we're going to go into when you get to this point, which you'll reach several times, mm -hmm. you will reach it several times where you just do not feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. What do you do? That was a long Intro. I felt it. Important. And there is something that I read the other day and I want to share it with you. There is nothing that is going to cause uh, more defeat than setting some kind of expectation. And I've experienced it myself. The shoulda, coulda, woulda. Exactly what Aaron said. So let's let go of expectation. And at the same time, let's demand a certain amount of result because without having that declaration without having certainty with regards to this is where am i going how the heck will you persist mm -hmm. now expecting that oh because like the fda or how do you call like the doctor on the internet web md said that a healthy amount of weight to lose is about two pounds per week and now i'm like dropping one pound per week like something must be wrong how do you know that? Right. So no matter what, focus and persistence is an, essential, is an essential ingredient to your likelihood of number one, getting there. And number two, nobody wants to achieve great results to see it all go back. And there is nothing more frustrating than that. And I know that and drop a me in the chat if you've experienced this before. I know so many women who are pros at losing weight, like they know how to lose that like five, 10, 15 pounds. And once they hit that weight, it all goes back and maybe there is more. So it's just like this. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'd love to see from you guys in the comments. If you have, if you've lost weight and then regained it more than two or three times, can you put, um, I don't know why a 12 year old, response just came to my mind of what to put in the chat. Um, put weight, put weight in the chat. W-A-I-G-H-T, W-E-I-T-H-T, weight in the chat or in the comments. If you have tried, um, if you've lost weight and regained it back at least three times, how many times do you think you did? I lost count. And, 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 and the first here, hold on. L let me get a little bit more clear on this too, because we lose and gain weight on a daily basis. I'm not talking about one pound or two pounds because you started your period. I'm talking about like 10, 15, 20 pounds, 30, 40 pounds, like 10 pounds plus lost and regained. Mm -hmm. Not that little bit of, uh, soy sauce from the yeah. sushi over the weekend <laughs> a little bit of water retention <laughs> yeah or or period I, I got my period yesterday and i'm i'm literally up like 
two pounds, oh right? God. So like your weight, no matter what, is going to fluctuate like on an hourly basis, especially that time of the month. So things are not going to be linear no matter what. And when the variance is high, like 10, 15, 20, like what Aaron said, then it's a different conversation because, honey, it ain't your bloating at that point. Okay, so let's talk about what are the steps to helping you to stay focused. And the reason why we want to talk about this, especially today, because I feel like I feel like today is the day when most people are starting to, quote unquote, like get their shit together because the kids are now going back to school. So actually uh, starting today and for the next two weeks, if you've been watching our show every single day we've given you an action step. So we're going to, we're going to level it up a little bit. And I would encourage you to execute the next couple of weeks as if you are doing some kind of challenge, because there has been a lot of thought, not just into the topics and also into the action steps and the rhyme and the reason of why we do what we do. And for those of you guys who are watching us on Instagram, in order to participate in that, uh, check out the link in our bio so that you can go to our Facebook group where all the action happens. So first thing that you want to do is it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. So the first 11 years of my body transformation journey, I was a hot mess express. Monday to Wednesday, I would strict diet, drop eight pounds because by the time that Monday morning came around, like my clothes couldn't fit me, you guys, because I would binge eat so hard. And every time I felt like that tightness, you know what I mean? When you feel like your skin expanding, I used to call it fat pain and people used to make fun of me for that. Drop fat pain. If you're like, I felt it, I know what you're talking about. Can you stand so, a right there? Yeah. So it so when I had my come to Jesus moment, like the, the day when I truly made my commitment to myself, I left the past behind. Now, here's the thing. If you continue to review the past for what the past is, you're going to set a similar expectation. And what did we just say about expectation about two minutes ago? Yeah. It is going to lead to defeat. So when you leave the past behind, you're now a clean slate. And I believe that leaving the past behind is probably one of the most difficult things that like you can do in your mind because your mind has stored in it a lot of memories and a lot of experiences, which is actually there to help you to not just survive and also thrive. By the way, that is the value of community. This is why we do what we do, because when you are left to your own devices with all of the shit that you've been through, you're going to coach yourself based on your past self. This is so important. And I want to emphasize it a yeah. little bit for just a second. This is something that I've been working on and I think is a higher level skill. And hopefully you don't have to endure as much shit as we had for me to learn this, or maybe you have already, but I don't want you to endure any more shit like I had to in order to learn this. If you are afraid, actually, I heard Michael Strasner say this. If you don't know who Michael Strasner is, give him a Google, give him a googly. Um, Michael Strasner said, we're not afraid of the past repeating itself. We're afraid of the bad things of the past repeating themselves, or we're afraid of feeling 
the way that we felt when the, you know, the hard things happened. And because we are afraid of that, we focus on that. And because we focus on what we don't want to happen, because that's what we're afraid of and fear will move people greater than um, pleasure. Pain will move you greater than pleasure. So because the pain of feeling an emotion stronger than the pleasure emotion of what you'll receive when you reach your 20 or 30 pound weight loss goal, the, the pain is going to take over and you're going to be afraid of what happened before happening again. And when you're focused on it, that is exactly what is going to happen again. This is not something that's easy to do and it is possible. And if you just will yourself, you just get yourself to think vision, vision, where I want to go, what I want to happen, where I am going, what I'm working on making happen and you stay there, you will eventually get there as long as you keep taking action. But if you are focused on the rear view mirror, eventually you are going to crash at whatever is in front of you because you're not focused on it. You're focused on what's behind you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're going to stay there. So this is super important is you can be in vision, which is creation, and you can be creating your future and what you want by intention, or you can be in your past and be creating your future by default. Mm. You can be focused on your vision and creating your future by intention, or you can be focused on your past and be creating your future by default. Either way, you're going to make it based on what is most predominantly in your mind. Powerful. And that's why the, the next piece is, so you want to leave the past behind. And like what Erin just said, you want to know what you want for the very exact same reason why, unless you're super clear on what you want, like going back to what I shared with you guys uh, about 10 minutes ago with regards to when I first started my career, I did not go into this career just to be another personal trainer in my folder. I said, I am committed to greatness because I was on a mission and my mission keeps on expanding. Do you think I do not get defeated? You're Fuck not, yeah, I do. Every, As a matter of fact, every human, every the level human. of defeat grows throughout the years and magnifies like what got defeated, like what got me defeated, like five, six years ago, it's like minuscule to like oh. the, like when things get me defeated now, because with new levels, you also experience new devils as one of our mentors says. So you got to know what you want, because when you're, when, when you don't know what you want, it is so easy to get distracted. You're going to seek advice from anywhere. You're going to listen to everyone. You are going to take everyone's opinion. Everyone's opinion of you, of what you do, of what you don't do matters. Even people who do not have the body or life that you aspire to have. And if you start some kind of diet or weight loss program or, or something, and you, and you stop making the progress that you were, you'll just jump to whatever the next new thing is. And it's like, if, if you continue going to the next greener grass on the other side, eventually it gets brown if you don't take care of it. So whatever you're doing is keep doing it. And 
yes, you can make modifications. Yes, you can change things up, of course. And what I'm saying is, if we're bouncing from one thing to the next, we're never going to get anywhere. It's like, oh, I start a business and then it doesn't do anything within a year. So I start a completely new business. But guess what? Now I got to start from zero. At least if you've been working on this one thing for a while, like you have wisdom, you have insight, you know more about yourself, hopefully. Um, and so you can continue working forward and, and making adjustments as necessary, not necessarily just bouncing from one thing to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Or like with relationships, it's just because who in here has been heartbroken before? Just go ahead, go ahead and drop an H in the chat. So I know that I have been heartbroken before. And imagine prior to when I met Aaron, I would have said, oh, gosh, you know, like I've been heartbroken, like however many times. And if I open up my heart again, then that will leave me to the uh, be susceptible to chance again. to the chance of me getting heartbroken again. Okay. So I, I believe that everyone has been heartbroken at least once or twice in their lifetime. That's just a part of the human experience. So like, imagine if because of a inconvenient or painful experience you don't put yourself out there again then there then one thing is for sure zero percent you are going to be alone for the rest of your life and maybe you may want that that's fine and i was like okay i'm willing to take the shot here's what we know yeah uh, there was a poster in the locker room when i was in high school and i played basketball and it said you miss 100 of the shots you don't take so true yes so true and for some reason, we forget that. Yeah. We're like, you know, I don't want to experience the pain again. Again, pain is a bigger emotional motivator than pleasure. And so if we don't ever put ourselves in that position, if I don't ever try to lose weight again, if I don't ever get back to the gym, if I don't ever start meal prepping again or get back in that you know, routine of things again, I don't have a chance. You know that you notice that that there's it is in our human instinct to get the things that we want because we keep trying. Mm -hmm. We keep trying. Mm -hmm. None of you are here because you fully quit. So even true. if you put a weight, even if you put weight, and that you're one of those people who's uh, lost at least ten pounds or more and then gained it back, you're still trying, which is perfect. Just assess what worked and what didn't work. Yeah, I actually saw a post on our Facebook group this morning. We should probably drop a link to our Facebook group in case that none of that the one or two of you guys are not there. And if you're on Instagram, you can just go to our link in the bio. Um, I don't remember her name off of the top of my head. And it's great to see you posting again. Apparently, she did um, one or two of our programs. And basically, the post was about the fact that she is... 25 pounds ahead of when she first started and she's still not yet Christy. at her goal. Yes. So shout, shout out, out to, to Christy, Christy Hook. Uh, and the point is, is progress is progress. And I loved it because it's true. Like no matter what, progress is progress. And, oh, this is so good. This is why it's also really important to not 
compare yourself to anyone but one person and that is who you were yesterday because let's say if you compare yourself to let's say Erin squads and you don't have any context with regards to like how she trains how she eats how long she's been doing what she's been doing you can very well get yourself defeated who in here has ever felt defeated because they found themselves staring on the side lane to what their neighbor was doing for a little bit too long. Go ahead and drop neighbor in the chat. I know I've been one of those people. It reminds me of that photo of Michael Phelps and the no-name guy next to him because nobody remembers because he was against Michael Phelps. Yeah. Where it says, like, champions focus on winning, where losers focus on the champions or something like that. Mm. So it showed this image, these two... Michael Phelps and no name guy. Sorry, no name guy. You, you're very valuable, I'm sure, too. Um, but he. And he was probably. So Phelps has his eyes forward and he's like, they're almost there. And this other guy is looking in the lane next to him at Michael Phelps. And so the, the photo, is, and I think it's a great image of like, just stay in your lane, stay focused on you, stay focused on what you are doing and be the winner of your own life. Don't focus on what somebody else is doing, where they're at, what they've done. Blah, blah, blah. It's not helpful unless you're looking at them saying, Hey, if they can do it, so can I. Amen. Yeah. Super powerful. So, um, we, we were talking about, uh, something about intention. I feel like there was something else that I wanted knowing to what you want. Uh, it slipped my mind. Anyways, I feel like I had a story I wanted to share with you guys, but I forgot. So let's get to the next point. You got to set some non-negotiables, you guys. Like if you leave that door open, then let me tell you something. That door is going to stay open. I'm going to give you an example. So Drop, drop a W if you would consider yourself to be a workaholic. I would consider myself to be a workaholic. Yes. And last year, I got myself into uh, a habit because I did a course two times. One time I actually volunteered. And the, the first time I did it, I was a student and I volunteered and because it's on the West Coast, there were multiple nights where I would go to bed like hella late because the course was running live. So like I would go to bed at like 1 a.m. So suddenly what started to happen, okay, I see you workaholics in the house. I feel you and I respect you. That's awesome. So what started to happen to me because I was running on West Coast times is what, first of all, like I would end my workday kind of late regardless, which is why I used to tell myself the story of I'm not ready to be a mom because blah, 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 living a conditional way of life Then this needs to happen in order for that to happen. Anyways, that's a side story. Point being is my 8 p.m. cutoff now became 8.30, now became 9, now became 9.30. Now Aaron and I didn't eat dinner at night. Sometimes and like, didn't even go to bed at the same time, which we do all the time. Yes. Why? Because I started to open the door. 
and little things started to slip. Okay. And more things started to slip. What are you going to, I just want to ask them what I think that you're going to tell them. I don't the story. You shared about it with the non-negotiables. Okay. So I don't know what put, she's put, tell you. Put, put dog in the comments. If you have a dog. Okay. Put dog in the comments. If you have a dog or a cat or whatever, put a seat, put cat, whatever. If you've got some kind of furry, four-legged, amazing, scrumpalumptious fur friend. Okay. And if you have a door in your house, that's a little, like it's, it's not open, but it, it's not latched. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the latch part of it, it's not like latched, but it's not open. It's like this, right? You get what I'm saying? So I see y'all. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when they want to get snoopy and nosy, they can start to push it open a little bit. Like Callie would do this in Hollywood when we had the gym, if we left the even a slightest little unlatched. Today you left the gym door a I little did? bit open. So like, so in between my sets, first thing I exactly. do is I closed it. Why? Because she sees that door open. She's going to run. She's, she's going to get nosy. She's going to start to push it open a little bit, uh -huh. peek her head in there, push. So now the door's open a little bit more, right? Eight, seven, seven thirty to eight, eight thirty to nine, push it open a little bit more. See what's, oh, then I got my full body through it. And now the door, because there's momentum and it's all the way open and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Okay. They got the bag of dog food that was on the floor, ate half the bag. And now their stomach's so tight and bursty. You could cut it open with a butter knife. All right. Callie did it. Maybe I'm not sure if I'm speaking from experience, but probably yes. Okay. So anyways, one thing leads to another leads to another. I actually made a Facebook post about this. So you can go to my Facebook page and you can read the post that I made about it. Basically like stop and rest when you need to stop and rest, take a day off when you need to take a day off, you know, have a drink when you want to have a drink, um, you know, uh, sleep in when you want to sleep in. But if you start to sleep in every day or you start to skip two workouts and then three days in a row, and then it becomes four days in a row. So keep yourself in check. Yes, we all need to, you know, create rest and, and rejuvenation and fun and experiences and all of that. But if we let it slide too far, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So going into this year, Erin and I spend time in reflection and we're like, okay, well, well, what, di what didn't work last year? And we really like, we viewed every element of our lives and I created a non-negotiable going into this year that this is number three, by the way, non-negotiable. Yes. That I will not work past 7 PM. Now for all of you workaholics, please know that there is a difference between busyness and productivity. I learned that most of what we do is just busy energy. Yes. So I used to run around busy energy and what I am honing in on because I'm giving myself a shorter bandwidth to become more productive because my intention is to level up. And in order for me to level up, I got to become more productive. So how do I do that in less time? That's going to require you to execute differently. And that's going to require you when I say you, I mean, I too, to think differently. Okay. So la even last week, so because I've set non-negotiables, I'm like a hawk. So first two days, Fine. I mean, Monday, like we didn't have 
many appointments, so it was easy. Tuesday, I was on track. Wednesday, we had a call at 6 p.m., so it became 7.15. Thursday, it was like 7.30. And in the meantime, I'm also watching Aaron becoming really irritated, right? So, like, I'm looking at No, all- there were days that I, I, I didn't stick to the non-negotiable either. Yeah. So, so like, but this is also environment. Yeah. So listen, so listen, I am, I am checking in with myself to see how are my non-negotiables affecting those who matter to me most. Right. When, when I see Aaron becoming irritable because we're not spending time with one another, because I'm not staying true to my word, then to me going into this year, that's a problem. So going into Friday morning, ah, and you know what else happened? Friday morning, I did not wake up at 4 a.m. I woke up at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. So I'm noticing, I know, like, like, like I noticed, did I say p.m.? A.m., sorry, guys. So I, I, so going into this year, because I'm, I'm intimate with this non-negotiable that I created, like when I see something slipping just a little bit now, like, I'm like, okay, what didn't work and what gets to shift? And you get to do the same thing too, because if you do not set non-negotiables, then guess what? These little things, dust is going to pile up on your fucking desk, whether you like it or not, unless you literally do an audit on your desk, like, you know, on a regular basis, that could be every single day, that could be every single week, dust is going to pile up. And that the same thing is going to happen if you do not set non-negotiables. Seven will become your 715. Oh, today's cold outside. So maybe like I'm not going to work out to now it's like every time when it's 30 degrees, I'm not going to go and go for my run because it's too cold for my joints, you know, and like your one-time thing now becomes a regular thing and your regular thing eventually becomes an always and I saw a comment here that said something about outwitting the devil. By the way, everyone should I've read been the book about out, that book during outwitting the devil. Like this is how you get into what Napoleon Hill calls the um, hypnotic, hypnotic rhythm, which is the rhythm of getting getting lost in in life, and that's where people go off the deep end. Where did you see that? Everything. It, it was on oh. Instagram. Here, got it. Uh, so, so you got to get clear on your non-negotiables. Like, what are you like putting a stake on the ground on? Because otherwise the door is going to, to end up like opening up just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit, just a little bit. Okay. So one, leaving the past behind, not focusing on the, the, what has happened that you don't want to repeat itself. Um, knowing what blister. Yeah. Knowing what you want is number two. Number three is getting clear on your non-negotiables. Number four is focusing on what you have control over. It's not the weather. It's not your mother-in-law. What do you have control over? And, you know, something that I love, but is also really a challenge for a lot of people, including myself sometimes, is that we do have more choices than sometimes we believe that we have. Like, let's take going to work, for instance. You might say, I have to go to work. I have to. The truth is that you don't, 
but there is also a reaction to your action or inaction. And you, if we say I have to go to work and then somebody says, well, why? Well, because I need money. Okay. Well, why do you need money? Because I need to feed my kids. Okay. So you go to work because feeding your kids is important. So you make the choice to go to work because feeding your kids is important. Makes sense. But you do not have to. Don't be misled or fooled or deceived. You do not have to do anything. We are so blessed to live in a country where at least at this point still, we have some kind of decisions that we can make for ourselves and create in our own lives. And so utilize it. It is a privilege that a lot of countries do not have. Sure. And I don't even understand the full extent because I was born in America. And if we live here, we are privileged just because of the fact that we can choose whether or not we want to go to work. Okay. So just knowing and understanding that our choices are what get us to where we want to be, which is really great and also tough. Because if you don't like where you're at in your life and you don't like the shape of your body or where you've gotten yourself, it's the choices that you've made. All right. So this might be hard for some people to hear because it is much easier to say, well, it's my genetics or it's my hormones or it's my age or it's my kids or it's my something else. But here's what sucks about that is that if it if the reason why you're not where you want to be lives in somebody else or something else, then you can never get to where you want to be unless that something else or someone else does exactly what you need them to do and you cannot control them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I intend on this being empowering to you to be like, holy shit. Well, okay. I might not like where I'm at. And, um, you know, that's, that's that. Okay. Sucks, whatever, but it, it is what it is. Okay. And you can say, well, since my choices got me here, my choices can also get me there. Right. So if, you know, I gained 20 pounds because, um, I had a baby, but I'm complaining about the 20 pounds that I haven't been able to get off for two years and still calling it baby weight. I'm just, I'm just putting myself in a position where I'm not going to get very far. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's because of this thing else or something else. Right. So focus on what you have control over, what time you wake up, when you eat, what you eat, how you move your body, how frequently you move your body, um, you know, what you tell yourself, the, the attitude that you have around the activity that you're doing, um, how you talk to people, how you interact with people, who you connect with, what programs you invest in, um, you know, how you're investing in yourself, all these things you have control over. Mm -hmm. You don't have control over the weather. You don't have control over uh, your mother-in-law bringing cookies every uh, holiday. You know, you don't have control over your spouse buying a pizza and then you have control over who your spouse is though. No, I don't. We have to stay married because we've been married for 20 years and, we have, and it's a choice, mm -hmm. right? So just, I just want to inspire that you have a lot more choices than we usually believe or understand or recognize that we have. And so I read this somewhere and I don't remember where I read it. In life, you're going to, to have control for about 10% of the things in your life. Mm. So imagine if there's like if if about 90% of the things that happen to you in life you have no control over, then one it's, this is a question like for you guys. I would actually love to to like survey you 
Like, wouldn't you wanna like gain control over the 10% that is within your control, knowing that 90% is going to be outside of your control? Heals you. For example, wouldn't you want to learn how to control your money in whichever way you can because you know that maybe you don't have control over whatever degree of inflation is going to happen? Drop a yes or a no in the chat. I'm not attached to your response. I'm just literally like, I am curious and I want to know from you guys. Wouldn't you want to know how to turn your body to become to become an effective metabolic machine, knowing that by the time that you're going to each to reach the age of 35, like you're going to naturally start to lose bone and muscle density. Right. So like so many things in life are going to be outside of our control, like how quickly or how slowly our telomeres and our genetic codes start to shorten or how quickly the inflation rate is going to keep on rising. This is why we do what we do, you guys, because we have seen the power of taking control of our own lives with regards to what happens to us. And by the way, please know that by no means are we fucking perfect. Please know that by no means uh, do we have control everything because I'll just be transparent with you. 2023 has shown me individually how much I did not have control over my life. And that's when I learned <laughs> to surrender. We were just talking about this another day with a friend. I learned the definition of surrender because I hone in on control so much. I feel safe around control, almost to the point that like, that's my MO. Now, what, what happens when so many things in your life are completely outside of your control and you try to control it? You just get stressed. You're just going to lose your mind. And I say this and for experience. And surrender is not quitting for the record. Right. Surrender is like, okay, got it. I will control what I can control. You're like, okay, got it. I, there's a lot of things I'm not going to be able to do something Actually, about, except for me. Yeah, this is so good. So like surrender is, is, is the perfect definition of step four and step five, which is doing everything that you can to focus on what's within your control and having faith in the process oh, that it's going to good, work out. Such a good thing. So let's say if you wanna if you wanna drop 15 pounds by the end of next month, by the way, if you can, I'd love to know in the chat, like where are you at in relation to your goal? Like I wanna drop the like, drop 15 if you want to drop 15 pounds, drop 30 if it's 30. So like, do you think that if I was to step on the scale every single hour, like a lunatic to see, okay, did I drop like 0.2 pounds? Okay. Did I drop like 0.1 pounds at this, like at this rate? Do you think that I'm going to lose my mind in the process? Or do you think that I'm going to feel empowered? So empowerment is the fine line of Controlling what is within my control, having faith, and also following the right tactics. Because I can have faith that it's all going to be all right and still eat crap. And that's just going to lead me to 
great disappointment and chronic disease and becoming overweight and all of that. Yeah. You and, know? and trust the process too. So something that I can um, say that will help you to be able to trust the process is why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing what you're doing only for vanity? Vanity, don't get me wrong too, by the way, like a certain level of vanity is healthy, right? We want to look good because it makes us feel good. We want to be in great shape. It makes us feel good, right? And, and it's good to feel good. So there's a certain level of vanity that's healthy, but if it's only that, you will fall short every time so hard because that alone is not worth what we will endure in order to get what we want to get, especially the higher we want to climb and the more we want to excel. If you want a six pack, I'm going to tell you, there's certain things you just are not going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And there's certain things you're going to need to do, but you've got to have a bigger reason than just wanting a six pack so that you can see it for yourself in the mirror. It's what does it give you? How does that actually change your life? So for a lot of women that we coach, especially like in a one-on-one -on -one or group scenario, when they come in to work with us to some degree, it's like a lot of what they want is a level of self-confidence that will help them to show up to networking events, that will help them to show up to meetings, that will help them to show up to social events in a way where their energy is um, confident so that they get more opportunities, so that they're seen, so people are just they're they're, uh, they're more confident in approaching people to have conversations to make the connections they need to make to get into the rooms they want to get into to you know either you know write their book or speak on a stage or do their own live videos or shows and so there's this level of confidence that you get when you've achieved a certain body so if you are attaching yourself to that and you're like okay well or maybe you want to be a great example to your kids so that they do not have to struggle the same way that you did up until this point in your life. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to teach them by showing them that's very meaningful. So if you're, even if you're losing weight at an extremely slow rate, you are attached to something more than just the weight loss that is keeping you going. And when you keep going, you will get the results that you want to get. I will guarantee you that. Truth. So if you're like, well, I'm eating clean because it's showing my daughter how to eat healthy. I am exercising because it's a time for me and my daughter to bond and for me to feel good about myself and to show her that, um, you know, exercising is good. And so you're doing these things, not just because you want to look great naked. That is awesome. Yes. And there's something more to it. I'll tell you, I'm a billboard for what we do. Sarit is a billboard for what we do. How much success would we have transforming the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours if we were 50 pounds overweight? Saying, I can help you lose weight and feel great about yourself, especially if on the inside, I don't even feel that way to myself. That energy is felt, right? Mm -hmm. I tried it, actually. I tried it and I felt like a fraud. 
because I was a personal trainer. I had lost a bunch of weight, felt amazing about myself. I was co coaching my clients and I was doing great and I was really successful. I did a figure competition. And then after that figure competition, I gained 20 pounds in one month. Do you know how much of a fraud I felt like trying to tell women? Yeah, sure. I can help you lose weight while I'm binge eating every single night and I cannot control myself. It just doesn't work. So whatever the other meaning is for you to attach, you continue doing the things that help you lose weight because you're attached to these other things and you're just trusting the process. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of words. Yeah, really good. And lastly, like the cherry on the top is when you leave This your is the mind, biggest one. You can do all these other things, but if you don't do this last one, does the other things probably aren't going to stick. Because here's the here's the thing. You will continue to make decisions on a conscious and a subconscious level based on your level of number one, knowingness, and two, experience, and three, based on who is around you. So in order for you to get to a place that you've never been before, or maybe to a place that you have been, but for some reason, you know, you got lost in the process and it's been a really long time since you've been there, then it's really, really important to surround yourself with the right group of people who are on the same mission as you are, number one, and where there are leaders who are leading the pack, who are not only on the same mission and have been there and done that. You do not want to go through it alone because every time you go on any journey alone, you are going to make decision based on your own framework. And your framework is your past, what has happened to you before, what is familiar to you. Once you get to a place that's a, bit, a little bit uncomfortable, it's really easy to get back to our comfort zone. Also, we do not know what we do not know, right? So how do you continue to climb to new levels, new levels, new levels, the farther that, that you want to achieve? And as you continue to get further, and that is to not go through it alone. Ideally, you want to surround yourself with a community of like-minded people who are on the same journey through action, through action, not just like, oh, yeah, baby, I'm supporting you. Meanwhile, Friday night, hey, uh, I got pizza. Know, I got a six pack and pizza. Like, no. Root beer, your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love root beer with pizza. I don't know why. Anyways, um, I really wish at this moment we had we had some something to offer you that could really help you with this. Um, the truth is we are working on something really awesome and not willing to release it until it is as awesome as we want it to be. And it feels that way. So, um, this is going to be really good. You know, historically we've had one-on-one -on -one coaching programs that were a much higher investment we've had, uh, which we still have, but we've had also like group coaching programs that were more of a mid-tier investment, which we'll still have. And then, and we've had, um, lower, like a uh, more affordable price things that are helpful. But I, I felt like those lower priced things could have been more helpful. Like they're helpful and we did our best with what we knew. And now we know more. 
and now we know better. And mm -hmm. so we're reconstructing. So I'm really excited for, for what we're putting together. So I just want to say like, keep your eyes out for emails or whatever. It's probably going to be another little bit, but um, we really want to bring to the table things that for one, anybody in any income bracket can afford. Of course, we've got our entire YouTube channel that you could go and literally learn everything that you need to learn in order to lose weight sustainably, keep it off and feel great about yourself. Um, it's just jumbled up. And so there's a lot of searching and a lot of time. And so these these things that we're coming up with, what's really cool about them for one, uh, you know, there's community aspects. And so you're going to be able to have um, private communities you can go into where you can relate with one another. You know, the, the, the main page is, is really great. And when you have a group of people who are invested in themselves, the quality of that content and the quality of that group and what you get out of it is so much more valuable. Um, there's also going to be just aspects where we keep continuously inspiring you to keep going. So there's going to be some days where you feel like, I just don't feel like it today. And then you'll get a message from us boop, and it's like, ah, I needed that. Okay. And now I can keep going. So not doing it alone is something that's like, it doesn't matter. Leave the past behind, non-negotiables, vision, all this stuff. Great. But if you still try to do it by yourself, nobody did anything great by themselves. And so. nobody who are doing great things are, are even trying to do it by themselves, even when they have figured it out. Like if you ever talk to Aaron and I, we're always we, paying. We're, to we be. are always working with someone who is ahead of the game than us because left to our own devices, we're only going, we're going to make decisions based on our own framework, which is present and past. And the same thing should go for you guys. Like literally just study us and our patterns and how we operate each and every area of our lives to continue to level up. Yeah. If we want to transform the lives of millions, but we've never done it, how do we know how to do it? So we go to somebody else and we say, please pay me for the knowledge that you have acquired and the wisdom that you have acquired over the last 15, 20 years so that we can know how to be able to achieve that mission. So for us, it's not weight loss anymore, but if you're like, Hey, I really want to be able to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds and never gain it back aside from the two pound, one to two pound fluctuation on a daily basis, that doesn't count and never gain it back. Then I need to get with somebody who's done that. Right. Um, so just keep, keep, um, engaging. If, if you're not in our Facebook group, get into our Facebook group. If you haven't posted in the Facebook Wait, group, let's, so, the Facebook so, group. so the next couple of weeks are going to be like a challenge format Ooh. Uh, in the sense, in the sense that like, you're going to be like, you're now going to have accountability where you're scoring yourself. So last week we kind of gave you like a little warm up and today we're really going to start taking it to a whole other level. So, um, Starting today for the next couple of weeks, every single day, based on the content, you're going to uh, receive a few action steps that will help you to implement the teachings. Because it's one thing to just sit and hear us talk. And I heard some of you guys say, you guys are entertaining, you're funny, you're wise, blah, blah, blah. Erin is so smart and I love her braids. And that's really cool. And like... 
it, it doesn't stop there. It's about what, what you do for the rest of the day beyond this call is what's really going to transform your life. And by the way, that is the power of community because it's about what you do from surrounding yourself in this community that is going to make the biggest difference. Put C in the comments if you are up for the challenge. Put C, put C, C, C. See? See, 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 I don't know which direction you can see us. See us. Put a C in the comments if you are up for the challenge. All right. So I let me tell you this right now. Let me tell you this for your own good. I don't know what she's about to tell you. I, I don't either. And I don't know if it's going to sting somebody or not. But my hope in my prayer is that you're not just watching these to watch them, to be entertained, even though, you know, making them entertaining, it makes it easier to watch, but that you're following through with something, that you're taking action for yourself, that, that if you're showing up for the coaching, that you're taking the coaching and you're then implementing into your life. So I have an expectation. If you put a C in the chat, say, uh, say C minus, if you're not actually serious about your C, all right? Because here's the deal. I don't care if you're lying to me. I care if you're lying to yourself, okay? Because my life goes on and it's all good and I'm going to do what I do and I'm still going to think about you and wish that I'm having an impact on you, but I want you to be serious about you and don't say you're going to do something if you're not going to do something. That's for yourself, okay? That's just for yourself. So I will have an expectation expectations aren't good. Well, I have one that you participate. So where we can see you, who is committed to participating, go ahead and what drop. does participation mean? I mean that you're taking the coaching, that you're taking the action steps that we give you each and every day of this challenge format. And you're putting them in the Facebook group so we can see you, so we can see them, so we can know what you're coming up against. So we could can know what's challenging for you. So we can know what you're doing well at. So we can see how you're winning. So we can inspire you the way that actually works for you to be inspired. And if we can't see it, we can't help it. Do we have a deal? Is that fair enough? It's not for me. I just want to know who I'm making an impact on. And if I don't, can't see you, I don't know. Choose. And... If you're not actually engaging, it's easier for you to fall off. If you're not telling yourself, I'm going to go and I'm going to take my three minutes and just a little picture boop, and put it on the thing. And also, let me say this too: encourage your peers in the group. Be a leader. Encourage each Don't other. Don't just be a taker. Encourage each other. Mm -hmm. Inspire one another. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really helps. Yeah. Like imagine you make a post in the Facebook group and then, you know, 10 people are like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Great job. And then, you know, the next person's like, wow, that's really inspiring. Thank you for, I needed to hear this today. You know, share your journey, share what you're going through. Because when you do that and then people comment on it and are excited about it, genuinely, don't be a liar. Then you want to keep doing it. It's positive reinforcement for everybody. So positively reinforce your peers in the group. And you. And give yourself the opportunity to be positively reinforced by being seen. I'm going to say one thing, and then we're going to uh, tell you what your action steps are going to be 
are going to be for today. And no matter what, when you persist through something, you're going to face points of defeat in any journey of life. And when you are going through a difficult time, do you think that when you step on the scale and you see that the scale has gone down 0.2 pounds, it's going to be the thing that's going to like say, man, it made my day. Remember the other day I was telling you. um, No, what makes your day is when you look back a year later and you're like, holy shit, look what I've done. Yeah. And in the process also, like what makes your day is, is knowing that you're doing a great job when you feel like you don't, or knowing that what you do matters when you feel like, oh, like it doesn't even matter because the scale is up like two pounds and I've eaten clean for a week. Anybody ever felt like they did something good for a while and it felt like it didn't make a difference on their body or their life. It's like, oh God, like it doesn't even matter. I felt that too in multiple areas of my life. Remember how I was telling you the story on Saturday morning of what someone who is one of my mentors was telling me something and it's exactly what I needed to hear that day. Mm. And I was like, wow, you really made my day. Thank you. Sometimes what makes us continuing to go when the road gets tough is not necessarily just a result. It's because depending on the context, the result can can be even more defeating and you could be doing all of the right things. So the result is just feedback. And that's really why it's it's important for you to be a part of this movement. And I'll tell you, like the people who have transformed their lives the most in this community and who will continue to transform their life the most in this community are the ones who have shown up for themselves and for others are the ones who have been willing to shut the door. It doesn't matter what happened in the past, like today's a new day and I'm really going to treat myself that way and also do the same for others. And here's, here's the reality. Like there is a natural law that is called the law of reciprocation. What you put out is what you get in return. So when you show up for um, Julie, based on your comment, I see that Julie Davis is here, you know, like um, you're, you're putting out a certain amount of energy. You're also going to get it back. And certain people are going to see you. And eventually when you know that certain people that you've uh, formed a level of bond and trust with are seeing you, it is so much easier to get going when you don't because you're like, ooh, I got that like extra boost of like someone is watching me and I don't want to let them down. Sometimes it is so much easier to keep going because we don't want to let someone that we care about down. If you feel me, just go ahead and drop an amen in the chat. It's, it's what we call positive pressure. Someone is seeing me, therefore it's easy for me to execute. So let's get, yeah. let's get into, uh, you know, what are your action steps today? So today you're going to, number one, do complete at least 30 minutes of movement. Like make that a non-negotiable. And even if you're injured, like it could even be light activity. Don't just give yourself the back door of I can't. If you've got a body, you can, unless, <laughs> you're, unless your doctor told you, no, you cannot. 
then okay. Like, yeah, that's I would the, even question that depending the, on the doctor. Like the chances of, of you being there is very slim. For most of us, if we don't do it, it's because we've given if ourselves If you're in a full out. body cast, you get a pass. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is avoid processed foods. Please. Last week we talked about it. Don't be fast, fake, or cheap. You are what you eat. Okay. And then thing number three, you want to get clear on three non-negotiables. So make a post about what are your three non-negotiables? Get intimate with your non-negotiables. Just like when my 7 p.m. cutoff time um, became a 7.15, a 7.40 last week. Come Friday, I woke up an hour past when my wake <gasps> time was. And because I'm so intimate with it, I'm like, that ain't right. Something needs to change going into next week so that I can honor my word. Nothing is more important than your word, you guys. Okay, so uh, share with us, what are your non-negotiables? Feel free to take a post-workout photo um, and then show us what you're eating. Like, let us in on your journey. It's more fun together, too. Yeah. Okay, and hashtag ES Army Strong 2024. ES Army Strong 2024. Because this is the year where, as a community, we're going to rise the tide of all ships. Yeah, baby! 42% of Americans are morbidly obese. 70% of women are overweight. It starts with you. Because how you show up will eventually inspire your neighbor, your cousin, your... your, your, your People are watching. Your, your uh, co-worker, your teammate, whatever it may be especially if you've lost weight before and gained it back and people have the expectation that you're going to gain it back when you lose it. And then you don't, they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, why do you ask? Why do you ask? Okay. So okay. The, there, there is someone on Instagram that's got a really cool name. I just want to give you a shout out. Tree hugger athlete. <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> um, there was one more thing that I was going to say. What was the thing that I was going to say? Oh yeah. So uh, Sarit and I are going to be at an event this Friday. We wanted to go live for you every single day. Um, so we will be recording a video for you to watch um, at the same time or at your convenience, whatever you want on demand um, that will drop on Friday. So, um, so you can be on track. For that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, besides that, we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye, Instagram. Tree Hugger Athlete, I love your name. And Michelle Fole, I love how committed you are showing up here. And there's someone else who showed up here consistently today. Claire Lee. Hey, Way hey to be. Claire. All right, Wait, you guys. So check this out. We're going live five days per week at 11 a.m. Eastern. Tune in. If you're not a part of our Facebook group where all the action happens post-show, you definitely want to make it a point to do so. So once this video is done, I'm about